Hello everyone and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Grant and I'm here today with my two co-hosts, George. Hello Flawless friends. And Liam. Hello Flawless family. We are just the three of us today, which is awesome. So each episode of Flawless, a guest or a host nominates an album that they think is flawless. And we discuss how they discovered it, what they love about it and what it what makes it flawless for them. We have a Facebook group called Flawless Family and Friends, and it's where we discuss all things music that we love and that you love. And we post in there about upcoming episodes and what albums are nominated. You can find our link in the show notes um, if you want to have a look at that. And of course, we have a Patreon where you can back us from as little as a dollar a month. And you can get early access to our episodes, uh, access our bonus episodes, and get that warm, fuzzy feeling of helping the music lovers and learning about Flawless. Find us at patreon.com forward slash Flawless AMP. Now, today is my turn. Nice. Yes. And I am nominating Tracy Chapman's self-titled debut album. Don't you know you're talking about a revolution sounds Don't you know you're talking about a revolution it sounds like a whisper While they're standing in the welfare lines Crying at the doorsteps of those armies of salvation Wasting time in the unemployment lines Sitting around waiting for a promotion Nice Nice work Good work Thank you Sweet Thank you Bit out of left field for you. Guys. But it is a bit out of left field, Liam. Thank you mm-hmm. for that observation. Insightful, <laughs> yes. I was looking for Tracy Chapman under the Led Zeppelin back catalogue yeah. and it wasn't there. And it wasn't... It wasn't there. No, it was weird. It wasn't under like the Zeppelin 4, 5, 6 Tracy Chapman. Sure. No, so, or no. Live or Pearl Jam or yeah. Offspring Ignition maybe. Yeah. Here we are. So, yes. Grant, how yes. did you discover Tracy Chapman and her debut self-titled album from 1988 yeah well isn't that interesting considering i was in south africa which was in apartheid in the in the mm. back end of of apartheid um world um when i heard fast car mm-hmm. as i would suggest most of us here would have heard um and which is interesting that it would have been played on white radio mm. in commas yeah uh, video as well um i definitely saw the video uh if it wasn't the late 80s, it would have been the early 90s. Um, and that's just an iconic track, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think, you know, that, that really, that one resonated. And then I went to boarding school in 1992. And there's a gentleman by the name of Richard Hill who liked um, people like Celine Dion. Right. And you say that um, with a wink. Tanita Tickerum. I don't remember her. Does not, uh, does not and, ring a bell at all. Um, oh, there's another couple. And uh, Tony Childs. Okay. Have you told you Tony Childs? The name rings a bell. Um, I don't know what she does. You would remember that. You'd remember the hit. She I'm definitely sure I had would. a hit. Yes. Uh, and he had Tracy Chapman's CD. Cool. And you put this on, and it's like talking about a revolution. Mm-hmm. And then it's fast car, and away you go. So uh, that would have been to have listened to the full album. Ninety. Five ninety six ish. Yep. Uh, and then not when it came out. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, no. I was, I was ten when it came out. So, 
Um, but fast car certainly knew for, for many years before that. Yeah. Um, and then bought it much like can be the theme sometimes in the old days when you had to buy compact discs, etc., in bargain bins. Um, bought the CD uh, in its entirety, geez, after after school, so late late nineties, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, but it is outside of the general granty wheelhouse. Mm. Yeah. So you bought it. So by the time you bought it, you'd already heard it heaps, and you you were just buying it too because you knew yeah, you loved it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. Correct. So I wouldn't have. Um, I mean, we we certainly. Uh, Rich Rich was boarding school finished. He went to Cape Town, I think, or something, and I went and stayed in Grahamstown. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I would have found it a couple of years later and gone. This is just an absolutely amazing album. Yeah. Um, in its entirety, it's got to be purchased and mm-hmm. done. And um, I obviously didn't make the initial list of the flawless um, um, albums that we could have listened to. So, um, in thinking about what the the three of us might agree, mm-hmm. I thought, well. Yes, it's hard to go past this sort of um, this sort of music. So yeah. here we go. There so go. Mm. It, it is outside your wheelhouse. So yes. what, what do you think grabbed you about it in a way that maybe other stuff like this doesn't? Um, I, I think it's the themes. Mm-hmm. Um, simple chords. Yeah. Um, great voice. Mm-hmm. Great lyrics. And Amazing I think voice, we've spoken yeah. as a as as a group here on, on many other occasions around how um, when you get a good album, it's it can pass, you know, generations or decades, mm-hmm. or, or, mm-hmm. or and, and are the themes still relevant? And and I think certainly having listened to this again, they are, and that's both, and that's shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's actually just a bit yeah, frustrating to be is, honest. Yes, um, absolutely. You know, this is before, you know, eighty eight. That's before Rodney King, for mm-hmm. example. If we talk about some of the themes about, um, you know, d- cops and 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 white on black and that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and, um. You know, you had ninety one, and then you've recently had other other challenges, and it's it's well, how much of it has changed? Yeah, and and, and from that side, it's disappointing, um, but it's it's still relevant. It doesn't mean we need to ignore it. So just mm-hmm. nothing, it's not going to change. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, there you go. Cool. Had you heard the album before? I'm saying you would have heard Tracy Chapman. Before, I had, really? as as every kid growing up in Australia who listened, whose parents put on AM radio just constantly in the background. I had heard talking about a revolution. Oh, and you. Okay. Fast car. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I knew. I definitely talking about revolution made a chair. Okay. Yeah. 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 See, that wouldn't really have have been well received in apartheid. No. They South probably Africa. didn't want no, people no, talking no, about not, a revolution. No. 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 <laughs> it's like, could we not? Yeah. Um, Can we yeah, leave that no, one? Yeah. So fast car and talking about a revolution. Okay. I've heard. Um, but I knew who she was, obviously iconic, um, well-known, you know, um, influence on a lot of people. Really yeah. awesome. I was interested of like thinking about how many, there wouldn't have been a lot of women, black women playing folk music in the no. mid to late eighties and then getting this kind of push and being like, mm-hmm. being like a world beater. Cause this, this album went everywhere and was huge everywhere. So it was, it's yeah, which is really cool. Like I, you know, it's even for someone who listens to a lot of folk, I, probably you know I, to my own detriment i probably don't listen to a lot of black people or black women playing folk music. yeah so it's really sure. good to try to have heard her and knowing even again that the the people that i listen to now playing folk would 100 percent have been influenced by her and would have loved her and listened to her a lot so yeah hadn't listened to the album but knew of it knew of her and was super keen to listen to it nice thank you george oh um hello had you heard of tracy chapman um, yes, I've heard Chris. <laughs> have, you, have, you, what, have you come here? I mean, as the international um, experience that you had in the UK, did you ever see her? 
Um, she played. Frustrating. Here we go. Um, yeah. she played when I was too young to remember. Sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. So, according to parentage, yes. According to memory, no. So, I was three when this came out. So I knew the song because it was on the radio. I knew Fast Car mm. and you talk about Revolution. So they were songs that I just knew of and I grew up knowing. Like I've the you know, like before this came out, like I don't have many memories anyway. Um and my parents, one of them had bought the album. Uh-huh. Um so we did have Tracy Chapman's debut um C D at some point because I have listened to it. Um, but um, I don't. I I just got taken from festival to festival. Like mm-hmm. that was just. My, we never went abroad. We never had like a holiday somewhere in a nice hotel or with the pool or anything like that. We just went camping in England, surrounded by music. So um, there are probably a heartbreakingly long list of artists that I've seen live that I cannot remember. Um, and Tracy Chapman would have almost certainly have been on the Cambridge Glastonbury circuit, mm-hmm. um, being a folk artist. So I'd heard the album, but I mainly remembered talking about Revolution and Fast Car. And I think I was like when I was listening to it as well, um, when I got to the end when For You came on, I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, cool. I find interesting to you this. It's very familiar. The, the songs are easy mm-hmm. in the air and yeah um yeah okay, even, even when they do have quite confronting things yeah. and stuff like that I as mean, well it's like it's it's you know it's it's confrontational and she she i think it's um all the songs have themes that are very open and obvious she just yeah says, yeah this correct. Is what the song is about it's yeah. very clear very straightforward you know it doesn't use a lot of like imagery or subtext or any of that sort of stuff it's really just Here's my thoughts. Here's here's how we go, it's, which is really good. It's like really refreshing because it's we've talked in the past about bands who are singing about stuff on you either can't figure it out or it takes a deep dive to figure out what they're actually doing. Yeah. But this is just like oh, I know what this song's about. This is really cool. Mm-hmm. So she had a whole band. So she was discovered in 1987. So this yeah. was her debut album. Correct. Discovered in 1987 by someone named Brian Kopelman. Yep. Um, who and his father had a publishing company. But she was just like, no, 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 some dude's just messing with me. He's not, he's not serious. And so it took it took some work to grind her down and say, no, no, I'm my father really is a music guy. You can really give me your stuff and trust yeah. me and do that sort of thing to actually get her going. And then she went through a series of producers. So she met with a bunch of people, but she had a really clear vision for what she wanted the album to be mm-hmm. and what her role was going to be on it. And she was meeting with people who I assume were like, oh, yeah, we'll get some like famous people to come in and back you up and it can be the Tracy Chapman band and we'll make a big deal about this dude who's playing guitar. And she's just like, no, 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 it's not. It's, it's me. It's my it's my mm. songs. This is yeah. my. going to be my album. So she ended up working with... Don't tell me I didn't write that bit down. Anyone? Did anyone get I didn't get that. Okay. I know 5th of April and I know 34 minutes. Fifth, right. 5th of April, 88. <laughs> so just yeah. um, 24 years ago. Mm. So yes, all right. I don't have the actual producer written down, which is really annoying. Yeah. So, but she was twenty-four mm-hmm. when this was released. Yeah. She learned the ukulele at the age of three, but then picked up the guitar and started writing songs. So by the time she was eight, so she was 
they're getting prolific. So from eight until her debut album when she was 24, that's pretty good going. Mm. So she did have a back. David Kirshenman. Okay, cool. Yep. Awesome. So she did have a backing band, all dudes, unfortunately, but that's all right. We'll, we'll go past that. Ed Black, Paulino da Costa, Denny Fongheiser, Jack Holder, Steve Kaplan, Larry Klein, David Laflam, and Bob Marlett. Bob Marlett, yep. We're all her backing people, but mm-hmm. whatever she's doing on any given song is very clearly the lead. Like, it's definitely not like Tracy Chapman and her band. It's like Tracy Chapman and some people that we got to put the noise that she wanted behind that while she's doing the thing that she wants to do in each song, which it is, is really good. Very, it's led by her vocals and mm-hmm. her guitar. Yeah. Everything else supports. Yes. Correct. Done. Which is, once again, amazing for a young 24-year-old year black old. woman. Debut, but Debut black lady to go, folk. this is me. I'm, I demand it to be done this way or it's not going to be done at all. Oh, baby, can I hold you tonight? That's the one that I knew. Sorry, the other single. Yeah. Yeah. Baby, Badly covered you, yes. by... Like Ronan Keating, yeah, yeah, right. Um, Don't know that. I'm one. not proud of. That. So, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not proud of knowing that. He in, seems like a nice guy, though. Yeah. In Australia, it came at number two. Number two in the chart. Didn't quite get there. In Austria, it went to number one. So, <laughs> the other Oz. Um, yes. But yeah, um, Canada one, UK one, Billboard one, US R and B twenty eight, and she is went, just weird because. Yeah. It got US number Billboard number one. So surely in the week that it was number one, it was also the number one R and B album. Mm. Nah. Is that but not no. is that not like the way yeah, definitions too, work? Too simple, I think. It simplified <laughs> yeah. too much. There, there were twenty seven other R and B albums that were better than hers, mm. but they weren't on the ma- anyway. But she um did the Amnesty International tour in nineteen eighty eight because mm-hmm. she is a civil rights activist. Mm. Yeah. Um but she separates herself a lot. She separates her personal life from her activism life, from her work life. And she is quite a private person. So, um, mm. And she's been able to do that quite well because yeah. um, it's very difficult to find, dig up any dirt. Because mm. I, was, I was trying to figure out there's some songs where she talks about love. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to figure out if it's like a romantic love or it might be a love for kids. So I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'll find out if she's had any kids at this stage or if she's more likely to be singing about mm. a romantic love. And that was the thing, George. Like, she doesn't... She, she says, no, I draw a line between you guys can have my professional life, mm. but I will not talk about my personal life and I won't talk about the things or the people I'm with or whatever. Well, and there was one thing that said that there was a rumor that one woman had said that she was Tracy's partner at one stage. Yeah. That's but the only nothing thing had ever been confirmed. Yeah. So really cool. Good work for them. If that, no, Well done for her. And, and to have that insight then. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's the clear divisions. But again, this yeah. is when you look at it, it's all about you know, there's the divisions throughout this, you know, across the lines. Mm, yeah. And, you know, and that's, that was how certainly, you know, you cross the railway road and, you know, mm-hmm. the line you, and in apartheid South Africa, there was a passport. There was a passport. Like, yeah. If you were a black guy and you didn't have a passport, like literally to be in the streets, you were mm-hmm. in trouble. Like, And so, and, and yet this was in existence in, in you know, 80s in mm. wherever she was brought up. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so that's track three across yeah. the line. So it's all about that like, sort of racism. For her, it's yeah. dividing America, Literally. but we see it everywhere where racism yeah. is. And, you know, and those lines and the tracks that are separate. You talk about separating Literally. the whites from the blacks and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then, but it's just got like a really delicate acoustic plucking. Like mm-hmm. it's one of the ones where like, so her instrument playing, her guitar playing is not like a virtuoso guitar playing. She's not like, look at me, look at all the stuff I can do. I'm a brilliant genius. No. It's just really simple and stripped back and just... Here's the melodies that I've created for the songs that I want to sing and the stories that I want to tell. And it's 
Was there some organ or something in there? It on sounded, that one, or? Yeah, it sounded like some organ dulcimer okay. or something. There was uh, on in across the lines. Uh, there, but, there was also a bit of staccato drumming too, like it was mm, like really, yeah. which gave it like a little bit of an urgency. So it was like mm. a really stripped back, really paled back song, but the drumming just gave it that little bit of like I'm talking about a serious issue here, and it's a, yeah, it's, a it's all serious, isn't it? The, yeah, the drum trills are actually smooth. Yeah, the trills. That's what between, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because then she sings. She's open with it with a fast car and and when wanting to do sorry talking about revolution and mm. then fast car and which we all know very well and um and then you've got this other big theme about separating whites and blacks and, mm. rev- yeah, and, and opening three songs are real yeah. like high level they, uh, and important then, issues yeah and then Acapella. you go into track four and you've got domestic oh, violence yes so yeah so behind and the cops wall, not arriving yeah so that's the acapella song no yeah. instruments which is cool, like absolutely. listening to those like i'd never heard the album before so you're those first three and you're just like struck by like this just pure voice soulful emotional sad haunting melodic just beautiful and it's like once again that confidence like i'm a 24 year old black black woman in, a, in an industry that doesn't like those no you know how many people would have told her no no let's put some instruments behind it you're not really really running wanted, acapella cappella on your yeah, debut you don't really track want to do that. Four, no. come on and she would have just been like no nah, the song this is how the song works and how i pictured it in my head so that's how it's gonna be and she sings another sleepless night for me it won't do no good to call the police always come late if they come at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then the next time they do it, it's an the next time she hears something from over there, it's an ambulance. An ambulance shows up. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, she's putting it all out there. Mm. That was that whole song's under two minutes long. Yeah. Which again is like a cappella. But you probably don't want an acapella song to be three or four minutes. You don't want yeah. to be doing that for a whole because people will, I think, get a little bit tired. It's like just that vision of like, yeah, I can do this for a two-minute short, mm. important song that doesn't need the music to get its message across. Um, and then obviously, baby, I can hold you. Baby, can I hold you tonight? And no, one of my, fa- my no, I, Brian, I can't believe. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Um, Simple one, and one of my favorites, which I thought couldn't believe wasn't a single, was Martins of Things. I think it's a great, great song. Yeah, that's really cool, Martins of Things. Just that, um, like the stylophone, jungle beat, jungle mm. rhythm behind it, really cool. And the pan pipe. Oh, I like the pipes. Bands, bring in more pan pipes because they're really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I just I wrote woodwind. Woodwind. Woodwind, yeah, yeah. 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 Pan yeah. Pipes. yeah Some kind of flute or wood. If it's a flute, it was a wooden and one. And the material things. going on. And her vocals are almost spoken a lot more mm-hmm. in that one rather than sung, which is nice. Yeah. And, and she says, Those who deserve the best in life know what her money is worth. Those who sow misfortune is having mountains come nothing at her. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about, like, so there's lots of songs that are about you can't just get things. Things won't make you happy. But then she also pivots it to be like, things won't make you happy, but also there are people who were born without things and we punish them for it. So it's like yeah. a class song as is. well. Yeah. And then also, then there's people, so there's people who want things and you just spend your whole time trying to get things. There's people who have no things and will never have them and we treat them like shit. And then there's people who have things and they use it to protect themselves against 
the world because they realize, because the things are all that matter to them. So it's like not just mm-hmm. one idea of that mountain of things, but actually lots of different like angles Layers. that comes at it. Yeah, really mm. cool. Um, I was, was going to say, mm. um, as it well is. as going charts, she also won Grammy Awards. So she won the Best New Artist, Best Contemporary Folk Album, and Fast Car won the Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. Sure. And the, the thing was, I was like, Best Contemporary Folk Album, and that's the thing is like, oh, you know, black women probably not, that doesn't happen a lot. But one of the people who was nominated that year was a is a um, all female black choir performance okay. group, which is like okay, so it's at least there's like I, I was like oh yeah, it'll be her and like four white dudes, but it was actually there was a bit of um there was a bit of well, it's not really a genre you're looking into, is it? No, that's right, and I yeah, it's and they don't give that award anymore. There was I was like they'd only been giving it for two years at that point, and I think they stopped in like two thousand and five, or it got folded into something else, but. Oh, yeah, but she's she's won Grammys and other stuff before then, after that as well, including I think for her most recent album. So she did out album every two or three years from this point mm. through till I think two thousand and five, and she hasn't put anything out since two thousand and five. Oh. And that one that she put out then was nominated for best contemporary folk album, but I don't oh. think it won. Oh, but still recognition. But yeah, yes, that's really cool. And but it, yeah, and so I didn't do a lot of research what she's done since then, but it's yeah, she just stopped putting out albums. So maybe she'd. Had enough, had enough or just, sure. yeah, had enough money, Tell had her mountain of things ready had to go. Had a mountain of things, there we go. So well. she was all set. And she's got her ticket. That was a bit reggae scar yes. influence, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. However, it also sounded a bit like Eric Clapton was on the guitar. Right. A little there's, bit of plucking and the, the Yeah, there was some like... Various sort of 80s island guitar I found as well, like not the not the acoustic one, but the other one that was floating around in the background. Because there's... Guitar solos, like about three mm. guitar solos in that one. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just going like neat guitar from yeah. start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, made me feel like they got Clapton in the studio. He did a mm. couple of licks and then he yeah. bugged <laughs> off. Bugged off, yeah. 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 But that um, one's got... Um... Lyric Buddies. Lyric Buddies, nice. Which is just, yeah, like, she wants to leave the normal life. She doesn't mm. want to just be stuck in this rut that um, whoever it is that she's singing about doesn't want to be stuck in this rut and she wants to go away. And why Why does that offend people so that they're like, oh, no, you shouldn't do it. It's like if one person wants to do that, let's just let them go. Yeah. It's really cool. But, yeah, with a real Afro reggae beat, but not, like, really big and pronounced because, because then that risks overshadowing her mm-hmm. and her voice and her guitar playing. So it's like... It's there, but it's not. This is like a big Afro reggae song. It's just like, no, no, it's just there, and that's the style that we've just chosen there. to do yep. all the way through. Yep. So, 88 to now, that's like, what, 35 years? Mm-hmm. So, in Y, which is literally about women still aren't safe, mm-hmm. babies are still starving, yep. we're 35 years after this album, and I listened to it like, oh, has this just come out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, 100%. That's painfully yeah. realistic. <laughs> Thanks for that. Do you yeah, think so it's because it's more reported now? I mean, I'm not trying to be a devil's advocate. Because shit, we've spoken about this a lot. <laughs> about, you know, th- yeah. have, have things not changed? But we talk about, so the line about why do babies starve when there's enough food to yeah. feed the world. That is 100% still the case. Yes, there are people starving right now and there is more than enough food to feed them, but there is not the political will 
to do anything about it or the like it's not it's anti it's not capitalist to feed people who can't afford no, to feed, not- who can't afford to buy food. So there is not the political will or the anti capitalist will to actually just make Fix that, that happen. Stop it. Yeah. Done. And, no it does, and, you know, if you say that to anyone, why do babies starve when there's enough food in the world? Literally every person in the world is going to go, yeah, you're right. But the people who could do something about it... They're not doing will, it. ...will go, yeah, that's right, but I can't fix it. Or we need a not, big ship. It's not practically or, you know, I'll, I won't get elected next time or something, you know, there's some reasons that they go, that's someone else's, like, it's not a problem in front of me right now, even if you confront me with it. Yeah. So, so instead... Let's go to the moon. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. So it's like why are missiles called peacekeepers when they're aimed to kill? Like just lots of really cool little epithets Very, and the contradictions yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I wrote down it's amazingly timeless in the worst possible way. Oh, cool. Like it's just... <laughs> what a, yeah. That's a great... Very well said. <laughs> like it's just like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well said. Oh, uh, dude. Just hanging my head in like <laughs> horror again, yeah. yeah. Because you can listen back to music from the forties and go, oh yeah, still the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like we covered Nina Simone, yeah. who did Strange Fruit, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. like things like that are yeah. still happening. And that was originally came out by Billy Holiday in like the thirties or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, okay, still happening. Mm. And that's so, the thing: you can go to people and go, lynching is bad, right? And everyone's going to go, oh yeah, lynching is bad. But then there are some people who will go, but I'll still do it if the opportunity or the, you know, yeah. if I feel like it's necessary or warranted or yeah. whatever. Like, it's just, how do you, you know, how do you get those people away yeah. somewhere else? Well, luckily, we have artists who document things mm. um, at the time in question and we listen back to it and we can go backwards and yes. hear from them. And we can look at it now and hopefully at some point someone will make a difference. And I also I also want to say, like, the fact that we're saying, oh, it's timeless but it hasn't fixed anything means we're saying so there's no, there was no point saying it. No, like, God, like, no. Like, God no, no. If, like, we still want people to be saying yes. this stuff and it's still important and we're still really glad that Tracy Chapman did it. It's just still an issue. Yeah, it's very sad and we still need to, con- we still need to confront that same issue. Yeah. So, yeah. So we kind of skipped past one and two because we were both, we were all like, well, we've all yeah. heard them, so we don't really need to talk about them. I mean, we can talk about it if you want. So, no, just talk about a revolution. What a great, what a great, so beautiful. Just this just nice git, yeah. Flourish on the acoustic guitar, Absolutely. just so perfect. And, and um, beautiful it, smoky voice. When I first heard it, and this happened with you guys with Neil Simone. When I first heard it, I was like, is it a man or a woman? Nice. And when I looked at the, okay. um, initially looked at the CD cover with my little, like, big eyes, like, looking mm-hmm. at it. I looked at Tracy, who's got very short, like, dreads, I believe, yeah. and, and stuff, and, and it's, like, a almost a silhouette. Mm-hmm. And but I was like, Tracy, okay, you're a woman, that's fine. But when I first heard it, when I was a kid, I was just like, you could be either, because mm-hmm. in the jazz world, you're, um, you'd be surprised, like, artists, like sounding like men or sounding like mm. women and stuff like that. Yeah. So I had to figure it out from the CD sleeve. Um, but yeah, that was just my observation on that one. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. too, um, we talked about putting her at the center of everything. So this was one of the singles. Um, the album cover is a photo of her. The single cover for the first single for Fast Car is a photo of her. And then the, the Talking About a Revolution single cover is, and Baby Can I Hold You are both photos of her. Like different so, poses and stuff, yeah, yeah. but all all the imagery with the album is not her and stuff. It's all just her. her. 
It's this is my stuff. To the extent that talking about a revolution and baby, can I hold you? If the Wikipedia covers are correct, are literally the identical photo just with the wording of the, the literal Different. name of the single changed. That's literally it's just exactly the same. Like they just go and Photoshop it, boop, boop, send, done. Fair enough. But yeah, like once again, really cool to just have her in the middle of of everything. I really love it when she's singing the one run part. Yes, really cool. But she also says. Poor people gonna rise up, get their share. Poor people gonna rise up, and take what's there. I really hope that's true, because there needs to be a... Re- like, it, it feels like slow incremental change doesn't work, so we, we kind of need a rev- an actual revolution. And it was played stuff. during the 2016 Bernie Sanders rallies. Mm. Um, they played this track every time he came on. Yeah, because he wants a, he wants a revolution. He wants a complete change to the way American society works. Yeah, and then of course there's Fast Car. What's that? Never heard of it. Yeah. Before. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will confess, I had heard it heaps of times, but I don't think I'd ever listened to it properly until we did this deep dive okay. for the thing. I, I didn't realize it's basically a Bruce Springsteen song. Yes, it's sure. Yeah, it's I'll give you basic, that. I'll give you basic, that. Yeah, like, not, not to say you know she wants to be a white man or anything, but no. like the theme of like working it's, class people yeah. pushed down and then trying to rise up and trying to be like if we just do this we'll be able to we'll get be away okay. and we'll be okay and then it just never happens. But he, but she adds an element to it that he can't because her first two are like. The first part is like, oh, when she first gets together with the guy in the fast car. Yes. Like, yeah, we're going to work together. We'll be, you know, we'll drive around in a fast car, but eventually we'll grow up and we'll be adults and we'll do stuff and we'll break out of our chains. The second verse is middle part where she's with the guy. And now it's like, oh, we're still fighting the system, but we just can't seem to get a break. And I'm, you know, we're doing work and it's we're, we're just covering the bills and we line. can't do all this stuff. And then the third verse, which Springsteen never gets to, is... Now she's sick of the guy. She's sick of him in his fast car. She hopes he gets in his fast car and just fucking goes because yep. she's paying all the bills yep. and it's just holding her. Like it's not he's the si- holding it's not her the back. System's holding her back anymore. He's the one that's holding her back. And it's just like I wish you could just get in your fast car and leave. Mm-hmm. And just me and the kids would actually have a better chance without you than with you, which is so awesome. No, it's a great, great song. And she quits school for him. Yeah, uh, he's, she at least she has a plan. Like, come on. But then it feels like the cycle continues. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole premise of the track is like she's come from that, then she moves into that, and then mm, yes. she like passes that on to the yeah. next generation. Mm, the kids that she's raising are going to be stuck in the same cycle. Yeah, because they, they want to stay with dad to look after dad because yeah. mum mm. wants to leave. Yeah. Body's too old for working. Body's too young to look like this. So Rolling Stone ranked Fast Car number 167 on their list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Mm. It's Chapman's only song on the list and the highest ranking song performed and solely written by a female artist. Wow. Which is, which is not great for Rolling Stone. I'm just no, going to put that. That's sure. like Considering Rolling Stone just gets to pick and this doesn't actually have, like it's not like there's any maths or anything behind it. They just get to decide what it is. But good for her that she's the highest ranking uh, woman on the list as well. Any other tracks you want to talk about, George? No. Oh. We've gone three ups, well up to about seven. (laughs) But well, they're they're nice and short, sharp songs. It's it's easy to sort of hit what we like, and even musically, they're not like oh, and then it does this, and then this bit happens, and there's all this stuff. It's like it's they're nice, simple songs, like eleven songs in thirty-seven minutes or something. Yeah, memory, and it's just like nice and. So I really like it bringing in the piano in if not now, Mm -hmm. track Mm. ten, acoustic and keys. So it's like the. 
movements between the soft, smooth verses into like the lifted middle eight, mm -hmm. and then the big chorus where the drums and the piano come in together. And this is one where she shows her range on her vocals a lot more. Um, so, yeah. um, if not now, I like that the way she. I like the way that that one's composed and the way it's um, the whole rounding of um, bringing all those like components together and mm. like as a penultimate track. Mm. So the last three songs, so there's a lot of like really heavy themes and talking about revolutions and all that sort of stuff in the first half of the album. Yes. And then the last three, I just love songs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's, here's my three, like here's my three simple, like simple, straight, more straightforward, just, sure. just love songs and different styles because like mm. All My Lover is like, an Americana song where it is a bit of the guy, but he's in, he's always going to jail and everyone's always like, why do you love that guy? But she, she loves him and she tries to explain it, but she can't put it into words. But it's like, it's just that ethereal connection to someone yep. mm -hmm. that she just loves. Really bluesy. Yeah. Super mm, bluesy. It is bluesy, yeah. And then on the last song for you, it's just like really simple, straightforward. It's just her and acoustic guitar and just her voice is just, yeah, really awesome. Once mm. again, just like, I'm going to finish it, just make it about me, yeah. my guitar, my voice, and that's it. The mm. little touch of vibrato mm -hmm. at the end of some of her lines, which yeah. is really nice. Um, and this is her, it's almost like um, a coming of age in your 20s of letting herself acknowledge the strength of love. Mm -hmm. And probably played at weddings um, because it's that sort of song that I can imagine. Um, but in the lyrics, Deep in my heart Safe from the gods of intellect and reason, leaving me at a loss for words to express my feelings. Yeah, just a nice way it's of nice saying, yeah, just like this. No, is there ever going to be an actual language of love? Who knows? Who can say? Mm. You yeah, can give it a crack, cool. though. Carry yeah. on with your musicians. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, you're Have you're supposed Keep to do going. it. Yeah. So that's cool. But um, no, so I'm just um, having a look through all my little notes and things. So. Did you have anything else you wanted to discuss, Grant? No, look, uh, I'm Keep it happy. short, sharp, um, and clean yeah, like I'm Tracy Chapman. That's it, really. <laughs> I, 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 we, before we started, we said, look, can we maybe squeeze this one in about the time of the length of the album? I think we're, we're just about there. So, um, George. Any, anything else in your search for other notes? Um, no, it'll come to me at the end. Um, <laughs> That's all right. As it, it, as it always does. Like, mm. As it always does. But no, I, I'm looking through going, oh my gosh, we've covered these songs. Yeah. That's very <laughs> yeah. exciting. Okay, so. Cool. Uh, all right. Look. We'll keep it short, sharp and clean. Grant, over to you for a final 34 pitch. years old album so far. Yes. 34, yep. Um, so final pitch for Tracy Chapman's self-titled album released as a 24-year-old. Um, in 1988, in April, just past its anniversary, I, from the moment that guitar strumming for talking about revolution um, begins right through to the end with, with For You on her acoustic, I think there are some wonderful themes that needed to be spoken about then and remain today. Um, <clears throat> they're direct enough to... Um, not require too much analysis it still causes one to think it's still valuable and um and has crossed you know decades worth of um of music since um i think everyone who listens to this is richer for it the topics remain and it's easy on the ear and it's a beautiful album and for that reason i believe it's flaws hmm. oh, over to you liam 
cool um yeah so i'm just gonna hit the points of what i've said already so every sure. song has like a really straightforward theme she explores them all meaningfully and well with it but without like a lot of sense like it's subtext and imagery she's like this is my opinion and these are things i think and here i go so it's just really well done she's got a beautiful voice which does, she probably doesn't get enough credit for like just so soulful mm-hmm. and really well produced you can see her influences, like I said, from Springsteen. There's some 80s synth, like just a little bit of 80s synth stuff sprinkled sure. through there because it was the 80s and every album probably had a little bit in there. And then African-American sounds, so like your reggae and your jungle beats and that sort of stuff. It's short and sharp. It's 37 minutes long. It's stunningly confident. Like we talk about debut. A lot of albums get Stunningly debut, confident. I like it. Like a lot of debut albums get nominated here on Flawless. And every time it's like, how did, from where do these people get the guts and the bravado to just put these documents together? And no more so than here. Um, she didn't want to work with someone who wouldn't put her front and center, so she knew her value and knew her place, which is just stunning for a young black woman in that age, which is really good. Like I said, it's timeless in a bad way. All the things she sings about, we're still confronting, but she does it so well that, yes, I think the album is cool. Yeah. Look at you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Liam. Oh, okay. No worries. Cool. I, it was a delight. A it delight. Was, it was really good because we were, we were kind of rushed a bit for this pair of episodes that we're doing in this one like we didn't do it really until last minute yep. we were going to be doing it yep. and it was just so great to be able to listen to an album and just really quickly go yep these are all the things I love about it it didn't require a massive deep dive and intellectual <laughs> stuff it just yeah which is good so, thank yeah, you Liam 100% George hello you. I'm not saying that that's bad George sorry as, as a person who nominated the other album in this yep. pair well, it was good to have one which meant I could spend the time on the other one Fair enough I will take it personally <laughs> um, yes so Tracy Chapman has been uh, like talking about a revolution in false car and baby can I hold you have been in my head since I was a baby like because it came out um, so I've always known like whenever I've heard her voice I've gone that's Tracy Chapman like she's got a distinct voice mm-hmm. um, considering the amount of musicians out there you can really pick her out um, I think she tackles themes in a really delicate poetic way um, that makes it easy for um, for you to listen to, absorb, and confront in your own way, um, without feeling like you're being punched in the face with how shit the world is. And I think that's a very smart way of writing lyrics, mm-hmm. a smart way of conveying your message. Um, she is a wonderful guitarist. Um, I'm really glad that her family gave her a ukulele at three and she progressed from there. And as I said, her voice is um, unlike anyone else that I can think of. I love folk. Um, I will forgive the 80s elements (laughs) of that. So there are elements from the 80s that I don't particularly enjoy, but I understand it is of its time. But I listened to this growing up um, and I um, was really grateful to listen to it again and I couldn't find anything wrong with it really so I would say that Tracy Chapman's debut album is a flawless album Woohoo! Nice work Grant Number 2 Number 2 Out of 105 and, or something and, and your first solo album My first, first solo album Yeah album. there you go First solo win Yes <laughs> There we go Tracy Chapman self-titled Flawless Thank you Richard Hill Wherever you Wherever may be. Yeah. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Thank you, Grant, for bringing it in as well. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. Excellent. Guys, we have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are Flawless AMP on all of those. So you can join the conversation, share or like our posts or give us a rating. Every little bit helps find us more, more music lovers like you. 
As mentioned, we also have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flawless AMP. If you'd like to back us, please check that out. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.